of late, I've been really obsessed with teenagers. The reason being, I often find them to be uh, individuals who are misunderstood. This brings me to one of the incidents from my youth, actually, not childhood. Uh, I was a very misunderstood teen. And I because I, I've got this a lot that you're very difficult to understand. You're very difficult to deal with. And somewhere down the line, when I grew up, I realized maybe it wasn't me. It was the elders who failed to understand me, who failed to recognize my needs. And that brings me to today's topic, understanding teenagers and how to communicate with them in a way that actually gets your job done and helps them understand you to what you are trying to do, what point you're trying to put across to them. Hi, I'm Dr. Rahat. You're listening to Dr. Mommy Speaks Parenting Podcast. Today, we will be talking about a lot of uh, tools and hacks uh, that are going to help you in making conversations easy and casual with your teenagers. Now, before we dive deep into all this, I want to highlight what are the common problems that parents feel. And in fact, you know what, even before we go to the parents, let's talk about teenagers. So I recently came across a study done by uh, the Boston Children's Hospital and uh, they had found out that out of all the teenagers that had visited the hospital for random checkups, whatever the cause been, they had been asked one question on how, uh, on what page are they with their parents? What do they expect out of their parents? 78% of them reported that our parents need to talk more with us. They need to communicate more and understand us more. Now, these were the same children of the parents who complained that our teens don't listen to us. We try and we try, but all we get is eyeballs rolling, hmm, whatever, or snapping the door on our face. That's what happens. So when the parent is making an attempt to talk with the teenager, but is being met with these kind of reactions, what is wrong here? When the teen says that his emotional needs are not met and the parent is making effort after effort. So where is the problem? Let's address that. Let's talk a bit about a few secrets of communication. Now we all know communication is very important for a healthy relationship. It in fact forms the basis of a successful relationship. Now there are certain pointers. Uh, We're going to be talking about a few of them. And with respect to teenagers and parents, the number one thing that a parent needs to remember is to control your reactions. So let's uh, give you an example. Say, if your teen comes and tells you that, say, Eric and Rob had a fight in school. I tried to break it up, but it got ugly. What did you do? Uh, You might reply with something like, why did you get in? You could have been suspended or worse, you could have got hurt. Now, what did the child think? The child thought, I knew I shouldn't have told you this. Because of the way you reacted, you could have used this opportunity to explain to the child. You should have empathized with the child. You should have appreciated the child for having gotten, taking sides and trying to break the fight. But our reaction worsened the condition at, and at that even made you, uh, made your teen more away from you. 
The next time when something that of that sort happens, your teen is definitely not telling you about it. So, controlling your reactions whenever your teen is close to you and consciously thinking about the words that come out of your mouth is your lesson number one. Number two, be a good listener. Now, what is a good listener? You must have heard this advice a million times. Listen actively without any interruption, interrogation and reaction. Might sound philosophical, I know, but try this, you know. I think I heard you say and then repeat whatever you feel like you didn't understand from the teen's conversation or use a statement like, I think you're trying to say this and repeat whatever the teen's words were. So what this is going to do, number one, you are acknowledging whatever your teen has said. Number two, you are not unnecessarily questioning them or interrupting them. These are the signs of a good listener. And what this is going to do is directly build trust in your teen's heart because you empathized and you acknowledged whatever talk the child was doing. Because most of the times, whenever we talk with our kids, we're in a rush. We either got to go to the kitchen or we got to run some errands or we got some office work to do. But if you think of these three things, whenever you're having conversation with your child, do not interrupt him. Do not interrogate or ask random questions when he's telling you about something and do not react. Try to be a mute spectator. And you know what? If you do this every day after a point of time, it becomes a habit. Seriously. So try to be like a sounding board. Number three, do not judge. Here's another example. It's one of my favorites. So say a teen comes to you and says, Mom, I'm worried about Sam. She started doing drugs. What do you do? Sam, see, I told you she's not a good influence on you. Stop being friends with her. This is your number one reaction. So what did you do? You judged the friend. Now imagine at some point in time later, Sam and your daughter start becoming friends again. What do you do? Your daughter is not going to come and tell you that they're on good terms now because she came to know what you think of Sam. And that's why I say you should not judge. And that's just the beginning of what, how hiding things from your parents starts, you know. Number three, seize the moment. What do we mean by that? I want you to be conscious of the environment in which you are trying to engage in a conversation with your teen. Because the environment and the situation, the thing that they're doing, plays a big role in how they're going to react to what you're saying. Whether you get a reply, whether it turns out to be a fruitful conversation, or it might simply end with, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. So that's what I mean. Uh, here's how you can put this in practice. Teens tend to avoid face-to-face confrontations. So when you want to speak about a heavy topic or something that's concerning you and not an everyday thing like what do you want to eat for dinner? So try to engage in a conversation while being side-to-side with your teen and not face-to-face. What this does is it lets the pressure off from the teen and he or she will be able to engage better in the conversation. Now, try to avoid using statements like let's talk or I want to have a word with you, or worse, we need to talk. I've got that a lot. We need to talk. That's almost nostalgic for me. Uh, It's like, okay, what did I do this time? But we need to avoid these things, you know? They immediately put the teen in this panic mode as to, okay, what is it going to be about? What are they going to speak this time? 
So what I want to do is try to avoid the, uh, engage in a conversation when your teen and you both are busy in something. Say, for example, you're doing the dishes and your teen is scrolling through the phone or doing his homework or you're walking back from the mall back to the parking lot. Most meaningful, warmest and, uh, you know, fruitful conversations have happened in these times where you actually didn't mean to have a conversation. So let's use this to our benefit and remember avoid face-to-face confrontations try to make them side by side and my last tip for today is do not run to your child's rescue you know we're talking about teenagers here and not toddlers this is what happens actually you know when your teen comes and tells you mom i met a boy now this immediately translates into you're too young to date You know, that could have been an amazing opportunity to talk about healthy sexuality with your teenager, which you just lost because you judged her, you reacted immediately and you got conclusions out of it. So stop running to their rescue and give them time. In fact, this, uh, these kind of moments are perfect when you can teach your child something like we spoke about sexuality. It could be something else like race or gender. Now, talking about these heavy topics with your teens, like sitting over a cup of coffee and come down, I need to talk to you about this. It's not the way teens are going to listen, nor are they going to pay attention. But when it actually concerns them, when the problem or the situation is in front of them, That's when your advices, your guides are going to be helpful and they will definitely look up to you as a guiding light. So let's not, let's try not to run to the rescue of our children. Remember, they're almost adults now. So let's behave like adults. And that brings me to a very big good news. Uh, After years and years of research and having spoken to a lot of parents and having feedback from them, I have uh, come up with a course and it's called From Instructional to Conversational Parenting for Teenagers. And you all can avail this course. In this, we are going to talk about uh, helping your teen to think for himself, deciding between what's right and wrong, or how to discipline your teen without yelling. Then we're going to be speaking about how to identify if your teen or preteen is being cyberbullied, you know, with the pandemic over our heads and teens have been on the phones almost more than half the day. We have no idea what they've been up to. So what are the signs? And even if your child is being cyberbullied, what can you do to help him? Then we'll have a look at the tools to create a safe digital online experience for your kids. We will also be covering topics like sexting safe sex with teens and how to approach topics like pornography, how to talk about its ill effects and if your child is engaged in it, then how to help him get rid of it in a healthy way. And guess what? This is going to be a certificate course. So at the end of it, you're going to get a certificate of completion. And since we are parents, this is going to be a pre-recorded session. I'm going to be having live sessions where you all can interact with me one-to-one. We will be taking questions and having exercises for you to work on with your teen. And if at all you've missed them, we have pre-recorded sessions that will be delivered in your inbox. You can know more about my course uh, by clicking the link in the bio. And before that, I have another small surprise for you. It's a free ebook on eight secrets to communicating with your teenagers. 
In this ebook, I have discussed eight ways of communicating better with your teenagers without sounding, you know, the uh, authoritative parent or even lowering yourself down to be their friends. You can learn this art and it has come out from a lot of research and feedback from hundreds of parents. So you don't want to miss on this. Grab your free copy and you'll find it in the from the link in the show notes below. Until then, happy parenting. That's it for today. Do subscribe to my podcast so you will be notified each time a new episode is online. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn as Dr. Mommy Speaks. Don't forget to like and review our podcast wherever you listen. It will help others to find this podcast. And you can visit our website drmommyspeaks.com forward slash podcast for all our show notes and any resources mentioned by me or my guests. And while you're at it, don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter. Until then, happy parenting!